What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cawson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, honey, how you doing today? Well, um, Jace is not napping at the moment, so I'm a little stressed. Do I need to take the monitor from you? You might have to, because he's doing so good at night now, but his naps still are just a challenge. Yeah. Like, he's not napping, and I feel like it's so hard because as a mom, and I don't say this in any disrespect at all, but... We really need those naps, you know? As a mom? Uh-huh. You don't think the dads do too? <laughs> I feel like the dads like get their time regardless. How? I don't, that's just what I make up in my my mind that like <laughs> you guys will have your time regardless. And, you know, it is interesting though because how we spend our, the, like, our time during that nap time. Yeah. Because it's like, well, you can explain what you do. Well, you know, lunch has become my favorite meal because a two-hour process. <laughs> no. Yes, it's, it it's, is. look. It's the only meal that I get to myself because breakfast is a scramble, dinner's a scramble, and dinner I'm usually cooking. So it's like cooking, then feeding the kids, then putting them down. Wh- whoever cooks doesn't feed the kid. So let's just correct that one a little bit. What? Every time you've cooked, have you ever had to feed the kids? Yes. Maybe once. <laughs> Maybe one majority of the time, right? Whoever's cooking doesn't have to feed the kids. That's never really been a, a spoken thing. It's, it's just out of respect for the fact that you're cooking. I'm not going to be like, hey, can you feed Jace too while I... Well, I always try to help as much as I can. For sure. But the normally, whoever is cooking doesn't have to do 
the legwork of Jace. Well, that's news to me, guys. So you guys are all <laughs> witnesses that that's where Jana's head is at. But it's it, lunch is the only meal that I don't have to scramble or that we don't have to scramble. So mm-hmm. I take my time and eat my lunch. I love it. It's your time. You do you. You do you, boo. What do you do? I do laundry. I respond back to emails. I work. I... <laughs> yeah but again it's just we have different ways of of doing us so how's everything with you what's going on in mike's world since we love mike's world do we love mike's world i don't know you always say in therapy you say in mike's world yeah mike's world every i'm always right (laughs) and we know that's not the case around here no i mean i think uh we're kind of falling back into our routine again after going on vacation and everything and it's but I will say I I I miss vacation like I want to go on vacation again I know like I wish we could like I wish we could go to the beach I just wish things were normal normal as everyone does you know and it's just again we've been in a fortunate situation where on a day-to-day this all hasn't affected us as dramatically as maybe some people because of the line of work that we're in but it's just see i feel like it's affected our line of work drastically no it has drastically i'm talking about we don't have to go to an office every day like we we didn't have like an everyday show up somewhere and work or every day have to go somewhere that's what i'm saying yeah it oh i see what you're saying okay it drastically has financially mm-hmm. for us you know and all the traveling that we we're supposed to be doing and promoting and, and different shows and all of that but i'm talking about the day-to-day mm-hmm. yeah you know the day-to-day I mean? for sure hasn't changed at all for sure so it's just it, it's still it's just, i'm just kind of i'm in a lull right now because i'm just tired of all this as most people are yeah i hear you on that i definitely hear you i i wish we could go on a vacation i wish we could go to the beach and it's i booked a film but i'm even terrified mm-hmm. to even discuss it to name it to say anything because I feel like things don't happen things in 2020 don't like pan out the way you (laughs) want to right they don't it's not you know it's almost like when I got the offer I was like oh this won't happen because the last movie we got ripped from two days in or one day in because of the you know the start of the pandemic so it's like wait no 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 good good things don't happen in 2020 <laughs> fortunately this one shoots in nashville it does and Jana, which they kind of forgot to mention like an hour north of nashville <laughs> so it's like an oh, hour right. <laughs> yeah i'm like Meh. but i mean either way like i'm like right I, my, my agents like sent me the offer and i was like yes and they're like you have to read the script and i was like yes yes they're like no you have to actually re-. and like i'm taking it i don't care right. like and then i sent like a an emoji of like a, a girl strip dancing like <laughs> like like no matter like, what it is well, i'll I don't do care. it it's a part but and, yeah go ahead no i was gonna say jana's trying to lobby to get me in to play a minor part you'd be so good in the film and what the best thing about it i think we all need a lobby for this because the character i would play very minimal speaking lines very like only three scenes but one of the scenes it was like it's like 10 scenes there's a lot more than you said yeah but the best part is i'm the one that comes in and like breaks up the kiss when jana's about to kiss her love interest so how good would that be for all of you that know us if i'm the one that's portraying this person that this 
you know, coincidentally breaks up the almost kiss. It'd be so good. And I think you'd do amazing at it. The only issue that I see is my love interest. You guys hit like, you know, he's he's attractive, but you're attractive. And <laughs> and so <More> attractive. <laughs> and so they don't do that in casting. So but again, what I said was. We almost look enough alike where it could be. You like, actually, you guys do actually look alike. So it could be like, okay, they could be friends. Yeah. They kind of look alike. They should just make us brothers. Oh my god! Change the script. <laughs> We're brothers. That actually would be kind of cool because you kind of do look alike. Like you have the same like structure and face and right. like nose and, and dark features. Yeah. They should make us brothers because that way it wouldn't be as weird. Like the chemistry between us is. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe it would be even more scandalous. Maybe too scandalous for a lifetime. Yeah. Oh, you didn't even say what it is. No, it's okay. Oh. No, it's fine. I mean, I just, I'm just so afraid it's not going to happen. And I'm like, if I get two movies, I mean, again, like champagne problems, I know, but I've never booked two movies in a year. Well, in like years. So like, I'm like, man, this could have been, I don't know. It's just, it just sucks. Cause I'm sure a lot of people out there have, you know, either with the job promotion or this or that or you know, things that they have, we're looking forward to doing. And then when it doesn't pan out like a wedding or something, you get mm-hmm. bummed. And I felt guilty about being bummed about not filming the last one. Um, and then to be like, wow, I got another off like that. That's just like, that doesn't happen. And then I'm like, oh, it's not going to happen. You're right. It's 2020. <laughs> Which is so unfortunate, but I'm very proud of you. And, you know, we try to take the silver lining with all of this and at least you're being thought of and True. hopefully have the opportunity and it can build momentum going into into uh next year but let's uh we have some great emails that we're gonna get to today so let's take a break and dive into those okay hey there did you know that may is asian american and pacific islander heritage month macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool aapi owned brands like cardon kaja amelia george and hey mave I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this is our first email from Anonymous. I've been with my boyfriend for a little over three and a half years. Hopefully the ring coming soon. We have been living together for the past seven months, and I would love to hear your advice on tackling a nighttime routine issue I am dealing with. My boyfriend prefers staying up late, either watching TV or playing video games, even on work days. But I am more of an early bird, so so I'm usually in bed before him. I have voiced to him that I really dislike going to bed alone every night, and that I wish he would at least come to bed to watch TV. He has agreed to come to bed when I do one night a week. I'm not sure why this bothers me so much. I'm glad we have at least one day a week, but it still annoys me. Am I in the wrong here, or is there some validity to my feelings? How else could I communicate my needs to him? I feel like she's being really nice. Really nice. But almost like too nice, where it's like, no, like you deserve more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? This is almost like the reversal of our situation, where it's like I get like one or two nights to myself a week but we've always historically gone to bed at the same time yeah at least together and to her point like even if i usually stay up a little later but i'm still in bed 
like next to you. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like, I almost feel like only one time might not be enough in a week. No, that feels like it's so, but I mean, again, how can we say how, what works for some people works for the other, but to me, disconnection, well, it's not working for her. For her. Yeah. So it's like that disconnection, it almost feels like you would need more. I would think in a week you would need more time to connect than just one night. But Right, especially if both people are working. And what I would say is because they've only been living together for seven months. Right. What I anticipate what happened was they went into this after dating for you know three years. Okay, let's move in together. No expectations were discussed around their needs and time together. So he just hasn't changed anything about his schedule or what he does because when he was living on his own, this is what he was doing. Sure. So now he's not respecting the fact, not maybe, maybe not purposely disrespecting that she's living there, but just not respecting the fact that someone else is living there and that someone else's time also matters and that you should spend that time together. He sounds young. Did it put an age? No, it didn't put an age. Like that just yeah, sounds like no, a, like a no, early twenties. Sure. They're definitely probably young. There's no way a forty-year-old is, or even I think thirty. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think that. No. But I mean, who knows? But again, like this is what works for us, as opposed to what might work for you guys. But I, I would think that I would think you would need at least four nights of the week together. More nights together than not. Yeah. I think but having said that, though, look at our friend, you know, look at our friend, our, our good friends. Like, they, they don't see each other for four months at a time. And yeah. that's what works for them. I and mean, then, gosh, then think about, like, army wives and army husbands. Right. They never see their people. But that's not by choice. Well, some probably are. I mean, they, they, they choose, right, to go into the army and, and stay, like, our neighbor, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. I think, I mean, to answer her questions... I don't think she's wrong at all in having those feelings. There's definitely some validity. I would just have a sit down conversation and just, and come from a place of you're not trying to tell, right? Cause guys, we don't like to be parented or controlled. Yeah. So just have a sit down conversation be like, look, I want you to have your time. I know that's important to you. I know you like staying up, watch TV or playing video games, but I also need some more time with you. How can we come up with a compromise that's more than one night a week? Because that's not a compromise. And that's not a compromise and it's not fulfilling my needs. Right. Because And my needs are important. For sure. As yours are too. So is there a way that we can work together to fulfill both yeah. our needs? Boom. Boom. Um, I got this on the, uh, the Wind Down Podcast Instagram. Hey, Jana, I know you have a ton of DMs flooding in every day. I just wanted to reach out because I found out yesterday that my husband of almost three years cheated on me with a girl from work. I'm so confused on what to do. I decided to stay with him right away and work through this, partially because of you guys and your podcast. That's awesome. Um, I'm just confused and I don't know how to move forward. I want to just forget. I want to just forget about it and think it never happened and move on. I want to wake up like it was a bad dream. He says he doesn't even know why he did this. He doesn't have a reason. And he is the last person I would have ever thought would have done this to me. We are researching therapists in our area and he's willing to do whatever it takes. What do you suggest I personally do for myself to move forward? Um, first of all, thanks for responding. I love that through listening to our podcast, you can ha- find hope in a situation where it's not um, it's not easy. But I would say that, you know, in your situation, the fact that he's willing to 
to go to a therapist is huge mm-hmm. and do the work because there's a lot of guys that you've connected with Mike and he, they're like, I just, I don't want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just too much work. Yeah. Yeah, it's that the fact that it seems like from the tone of your message is that he is he isn't being defensive or trying to blame it on her or turn it around or anything i think it, it seems like he's owning his mistake and the first part of that is his willingness to go to therapy so good on you for for trying and not just running not saying that you know leaving right away is it would be a bad thing but you know obviously with our story we promote to to try to fight it out and also like what you can do today it's staying in today and i think that's like the hugest thing that has worked for for me personally because unfortunately you're never going to wake up and be like oh it was just a bad dream it's your reality now and the only way that you can stay present and work on the relationship is if you stay in today and see what he's doing today and put like really great boundaries in place too and we talk actually about all of this um, in our new book the good fight which we actually just did the audible version of um but if you go to janandmike.com you can pre-order the book it comes out in september but there's a lot of great tips in there too so a lot of stuff that will help you in this exact situation yeah so hold out (laughs) you got this go to therapy and just remember stay present stay today see what he's doing today and focus on those actions rather than the past ones um from leon parker hello i'm in search of someone i can spoil weekly sugar baby so i can take care of you and pay your bills every week i'll give you 20 i'll give you 200 dollars every week will you accept my offer so if anyone is wanting that leon is this the guy that 20 no no there was a few that came in just the past week what <laughs> like does someone actually like i know like you can be a like, guy there have been times when i have i was in the red 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 right and i was stealing toilet paper from my like my job and lights were turning off. I mean, the apartment that my mom and I stayed in, the lights shut off mm-hmm. because we couldn't pay our bills. And I almost thought about, this is like, oh my God, I can't even believe I'm sharing this. I almost thought about my friend, which I will not name her name. <laughs> she went to like a foot fetish place and she like had guys massage her feet. And she's like, you could make this much money. And I thought about it for like, a second and a half. <laughs> Dirty girl. <laughs> no, but I was like, I needed the money. Yeah. So like when I think, when I look back on this and I'm like, well, if someone really needs the money, Leon Dash Parker 20 will give you 200 bucks. That It's just. It's creepy though. What's what's creepy about it is I that. I can't judge because there are certain things that we've all done in our life is. For sure. It's questionable. For sure. But I mean, the balls on these guys just to be like reach out anonymously to these to all these women he probably sent that to how many people hey here's a good one i got to on the wind down podcast i'm so grateful to you for putting your life marriage and struggles out there for people to hear it takes a lot of courage but you truly help people i'm currently struggling with my husband's infidelities who is claiming it's due to sex addiction we have two young kids and i'm really struggling with it i haven't told many people because i'm afraid of their judgment and also my embarrassment my husband and I are currently separated and I'm really not sure if I'm willing to work things out. Thank you for helping me feel less alone. Thank you for showing me that there's life and happiness waiting after this dark hole. I'm sure it wasn't easy to share your experiences, but thank you. Um, I know she really didn't have any questions. I'm sorry you're going through what you're going through, but I will say um, sometimes separation is good, 
yeah. especially when you have kids to not let them be in that volatile weird when place. things are toxic in that early on stages but i'll just say if you got a tugging at your heart and he's willing to try and you're willing to try anything's possible even though it's really freaking hard <laughs> really hard and so it's gonna be a long journey um what can you say to speak on like claiming to be when someone says like they claim to be a sex addict like what's something that like he could be you know claiming to be i mean that's my only fear with him claim claiming to be is he might be the example of why society thinks this is a married man's excuse Mm. it's like don't just like he's using it as an excuse i'm not saying that he is i'm just saying the way that she made it sound it was like he's using it as an excuse when it's not you know so it's an explanation maybe on some of his, his behaviors but he needs to be showing her that he believes that he is but i'll just say this and just like devil's advocate is like you didn't believe at the time because you when you heard it too you're like oh it took me a while to so i think like that's important too to like you know that for people to know as well like you're not just going to automatically like come up to that conclusion on your own like you're like i think i might be i don't know like no even when so then what differentiates it between thinking and knowing yeah acceptance it's really doing the work and and realizing realizing that there's a, a pattern there that there's a trend that it's not just something recent that there are reasons and explanations for your behaviors throughout your life in that realm and so it's yeah and even so it took a it took a while for me to to reach the level of acceptance where i can look myself in the mirror and say i'm a sex addict that's part of who i am i guess why didn't you believe it then in the beginning when our therapist said you know because you don't really know what that means mm-hmm. and that seems so right a part of it the step one is admitting that you're powerless and your life has become unmanageable well for a man for anyone especially for men historically right we want to be these you know strong prideful individuals that aren't weak to admit that something has power over us that we we can't control our lives you know what i mean so it's 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 i make up that it's a, a very difficult concept at least it was for me because i just feel like i've always been in control in so many areas of my life and mentally and physically strong and tough Mm -hmm. that to have something just take out my knees you know what I mean and just completely shatter my life it's hard to admit that we're that weak Mm. in that moment and there's so much shame involved with it you just want to be in denial be like I don't have a problem I don't have a problem I, I can fix this I mean not to make this a sex addiction episode but I think it's for people that are listening what if so like for her husband for example what would be the first step essentially i know you said to to say admit that you are but to to like go because because maybe can someone just cheat and not be a sex addict absolutely people can still just make mistakes you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it's the it's all about the part. pattern yeah okay. it's all about the which I guess what before he said that the pattern. So if he just cheated one time, he'd be like, "Well, it's because I'm a sex a sex addiction," which then is the excuse. Right. But it's not the excuse. That's just a you f***ed up and you were, or excuse me, you were bad and you, you know, and you did it. But that's 
you, you're just not in healthy relationship. Like you're not healthy, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean you're a sex addict. No, right? not at all. Okay. Like the, early on when I was going through all this, I remember my therapist in LA asked me, he was like, all right. Cause I was having a hard time still like wrapping my head around every certain, you know, I had still had days where I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to accept this. Mm. You know what I mean? And he was like, okay, let me put it to you this way. Do you want to go grab a beer right now? I, I was, hate beer. Oh, he, this. no, I'm not. <laughs> see, I'm a great actor. You believe me. <laughs> I know you got to be the general. I'm Sorry. like, <laughs> so your therapist said that to you. Yeah. He's like, do you want to go have a drink? I'm like, no dude. Like it's like one in the afternoon. Like I'm good. Oh. And he was like, all right, well, what if I told you, do you want to go in a room by yourself and watch porn? <gasps> and I was like, it took me, uh, because I wanted to think about it. You're like, is this a trick question? <laughs> I was like, can, you know what I mean? Like, not seriously, but in my head, I'm like, can I? Not that I wanted to, but still, it's that's where my urge wanted to go. Interesting. But uh, offer me a drink. I'm like, no, why the fuck would I want to drink right now? So it's that, it's that you know that draw that powerlessness over something that like to me alcohol even though i'm in a 12-step program i know how to say no to alcohol i know how to say no to drugs now i know how to say no to to my vices that i had before and it really kind of was one of those moments that even you know within the first year of me being in this program that i was like holy like yeah you know so i think her husband needs to needs to start looking into some of that doing some introspective work yeah it's uh that's one of the best ways you've ever put it before yeah Yeah, where I'm like that that makes a lot of sense and I because it's been hard to explain it to some people yeah who think it's just an excuse or the married's main excuse or but that makes a lot of sense because I think someone who just cheated would be like no I don't like I don't care right whatever it's just the opportunity was in front of me right but it's not someone that's like yeah you know, so wow, that was thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable and open to share that. Thanks, honey. Of course. Do you have any other emails? Yeah, we have some. You want to take a? The only DMs that I have are all like, <laughs> and I don't want to have to drag you through that. <laughs> so we can you can drag me through some of it. It's okay. Um, you want to take a break first, and then we'll come back with something. Let's do it, and then make sure to email us um, at windown at iheartradio dot com or uh, go on the Wind Down Podcast Instagram and DM us questions there. You've been flooding the uh, emails and Instagram lately, so we wanted to do an episode just solely based on some of these um, questions. So hope you guys enjoy it. We'll be back with some more. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. 
Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Here's a, a different email that we haven't really gotten much of. This is from Michelle. Okay. She's a 30-year-old female looking for something long-term and recently met a 43-year-old divorced man with two kids. They've been dating... Wait, say, say the ages again. She's 30. She's 30. He's 43. Okay. Divorced with two kids. Okay. They've been dating for a little over three months and seen each other around once a week on average. When they first met, she asked him what he was looking for. This is what he typed word for word to her. 
Everything starts casual for me. I mean, I have two kids I need to consider and do not want them meeting just anyone. Having said that, if I like someone and they want a relationship, I'm not going to break it off because I don't want one. She's asked him if she's, if he's ever wanted to get married. Again, he said probably not. It would take someone really special. She doesn't know if she can have kids because of endometrius. Endometriosis. Yeah. Uh, fast forward to yesterday when she wrote this. He invited me over for a pool party with his family. Kids were not there. I met his mom, siblings, their kids, and close friends. My question is, when do you think it's appropriate to have the relationship slash exclusivity conversation? And when do you think it's appropriate to meet someone's kids? Which How I think is a common... How long for again? A little over three months now. The kid thing is solely based on whatever the mom and dad have discussed. For sure. So if it's six months a year i know like i think my brother and his ex-wife did six months yeah i don't think she's close to no i think three but uh, yeah i think she's in my opinion you know mine too i wouldn't want if if we were to get divorced which we're not but if we were um i would i would at least put six months on it because you just don't want your kids being around so many different people I would think. But, I mean, again, everyone has a different method to it. But I would at least wait a good healthy amount just because it's for the kids. But I also get, if I was in her shoes, I would be like, when can I meet them? And then I also, because of how I know I am, and he's like, when he says the, like, I'm waiting for someone special, and I'm like, it's me, it's me, it's me. I'm going to do everything I can to be that special one. And like fight really hard for it, whether I did, I don't even know if I wanted it anyways, mm-hmm. but that's how my personality would be like with those little things he throws out there. Like, well, if I meet the right one and it's like, oh, hi, like choose me, pick me because oh, this is a competition. <laughs> like I'm going to win. Right. Well, that's where kind of with the stuff that he's saying, I don't feel very optimistic for this relationship because he's Doomsday. saying, <laughs> no, I, I'm just being honest. I'm just saying as a guy, if. He's just saying, yeah, if I meet someone special, well, you've been, yeah. quote unquote, seeing her for a little over three months. He would know if you're someone special. Do you think a guy knows by three months? He knows something's there. It's not like all of a sudden at month four, the woman's going to do something. It's like, oh, she's special. <laughs> it's a gradual thing, right? So after three months of seeing each other, I mean, granted, she only said that it's on average like once a week. So it's not that often. I just don't think he's taking it very serious. Do you blame him? No. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. That's the thing. I don't yeah. fault him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking about it because you're right. Like any guy that would say that, it would make me question. Like, oh, okay. I guess I'm not the special one. Though. Right. And I make yeah. up at, in the woman's yeah. shoes. It'd be like, wait, I haven't met him yet. Like you probably want to rush to meet him because you want, you know, anyone with kids, they only introduce them to someone special, most likely, in a healthy relationship. So it's like, if you haven't met the kids, shoot, even as a guy, say, hypothetically, if we got divorced, we're not going to get divorced. (laughs) But if we did, right, and I was seeing someone or dating someone and they had kids, and if I hadn't seen them, like, after a certain amount of time, I'm like, damn, you don't see this going anywhere? Because I would want to be, I'm like you. Have her call me. I'll talk to her. (laughs) I'd be the one to want to feel special enough to see the kids, right? Yeah, it's just, man, I think back on one of our friends who's let his daughter see lots of different girls around, and it's, I, I can see how that might 
have hurt her in her childhood. But it's just tricky. It's so tricky. I don't know because in my mind, I'm, I would just be like, here, like, hi. Because <laughs> I, I want someone to, I want to see how they fit into my life. I would want to see that. So, and I have a hard time going slow. So you would introduce the kids to a guy quick? I could see myself doing that. <laughs> I better get that written down in the papers. <laughs> I could see my, just because I, you know how fast I move. Like I, I'm an, I love you within 10 days or we're done. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, That's very true. What, it's like, <laughs> what, if, what if we did a podcast? Like if we actually got divorced and we podcasted through the whole thing. I mean, we, it would be the biggest train wreck ever. And people would love it. Maybe. I don't know. Do it for the brand. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do we have any more emails? Yeah, we have a few more. Um, from Anonymous. I've been with my man for seven years. He's 29 and I'm 25. We live together and have oh, plans wow. to get married. We've had our ups and downs, but the number one issue is how to handle is how to handle when he gets mad at me for not losing weight fast enough. Oh. It's hard because it makes me feel like I'm not good enough. He's the Peloton guy. <laughs> he has he has threatened to leave me because of my weight oh. and for looking through his phone. He did say he regretted saying that after. I'm not overweight, but I am emotionally but I have emotionally put on weight from this. He loves me, but his temper gets the best of him. Am I a fool for staying or should we try to make this work? I feel like those questions are both about staying. Read the last two. He loves me, but his temper gets the best of him. Right. And then am I a fool? Am I a fool for staying or should we try to make this work? Am mm -hmm. I a fool for staying? Am I, am I in? We can say, yes, you're a fool or you should try to make this work. Oh, okay. See, so in my mind, I'm like, she still just sees staying. Well, I think she, oh, of course. Yeah. I think she does. And when she said, uh, you know, he made the comment about the weight and, that's, he, and he said he regretted it after. That's awful. Yeah. Man, because that's, and I just want you to hear this. What was her, what's her name? Anonymous. Anonymous. His comment to you about your weight has nothing to do about you and your weight. Nope. It has everything to do with him and whatever he is going through. He is trying to hurt you mm -hmm. and he will find the one thing that knows will hurt you. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's doing. It mm -hmm. has nothing to do about your weight. Nothing. I really want you to hear that. And we're not just saying that because let me open up my mind to you anonymous it's when Jana and I get into an argument and as a guy right I can't I'm still trying to em, em, emotionally mature myself on how to handle conflict I've had a lot of moments especially in the past where when I would get angry about something I would get mean and I would say the things that I know would hurt Jana the most because I would feel hurt or shame or guilt for whatever she had said or for my past actions or for whatever it is. So I would want to hurt back. And even if she didn't say anything to provoke that or, or start any conflict and she was just saying something that triggered me, I would still be mean and try to cut her down because maybe it was before all this discovery of, of what I was doing and I had all that shame and guilt of acting out and having affairs. So I was angry, I was mean, I was resentful towards her for reasons that she had no idea why. So 
my fear is that there's definitely something going on with this guy. I don't know what it is. I'm not saying it's infidelity. I'm not saying it's one thing or the other. I'm just saying, like Jana said, he definitely has something internal going on with him because he is taking that shit out on you to try to make himself feel better, to cut you down to his level. So as Jana said, I will mirror that. His comments about your weight have zero to do with you. No matter if you were 50 pounds or 250 pounds, it has zero to do with you. I'm asking this because if it was, because obviously he's saying it all in the wrong ways. Hypothetically, if I gained 50 pounds because I, you know, stopped working out and I started to get really stressed about fears and anxieties and triggers and I turned to emotionally eating um, and I gained 50 pounds. Are, are you saying that you wouldn't say anything to me about my weight? No. What would you say? I would address it in a way, obviously, I have to be really sensitive around it, but be like, honey, I've noticed that, you know, your eating habits have changed and you aren't exercising like you used to. Because I know you used to love to run run and walk and work out like every other day. Are you saying I'm fat? No, I just want you to be healthy. And just know that whatever it is that you're dealing with, I'm here for you. Do you want, Is there anything you want to talk about? So it wouldn't even be about, for me, it wouldn't be about the weight. It wouldn't be about, okay, let, I'll start working out with you or anything like that. It would be about figuring out why you're eating. Why your weight is fluctuating then you can once you get to the root of it what's going on then you can be like hey i'll work out with you hey like to to get it off and there is where i was going to say and that's the difference but i'm going to caveat it put is that the right word put it right okay which brings me to my point i am insecure about sometimes how i talk and i say the wrong things (laughs) like is caveat and because I'm just relating to the situation, she's saying like he's mean and let's throws out the mean. Let's say we had that conversation about my weight and I'm over 50 pounds mm-hmm. or 100, whatever. But because it can be in y'all's blood sometimes to be mean about things that you know would hurt us. If we got into a conversation, just like with me being insecure about my words sometimes when we got into a really big fight and you said, I can't even put my words together like a toddler or whatever he said (laughs) and but you knew that was going to hurt me so in that moment could you also see doing that too about the weight like and call me porky or something or or you know what I mean what difference is that to know that it's still the same it's still hurting someone because of an insecurity they have I see what you're saying that's a very good question. I think it's different if it's uh, something that's always been an issue. Like when if, if it's something new, I I would know something's going on. Like if you started gaining all this weight, I would know there's something going on. But either way, what if it? What if I've always just had a little extra? Maybe like she's not. She said she's like I'm not fat, but I've you know I'm curvier. Mm-hmm. 
And that is my insecurity. I'm just curious what the, what the difference is when being mean. And maybe that's something that when someone is mean, they can be like, no matter if it's about weight or how they talk or how they look or what they dress or how they sound, that mm-hmm. either way it's going to hurt. Yeah, no matter what. I think your question is fantastic, honey. Thanks. I like <laughs> Yay. I feel like I never get – this is kind of an inside joke between Mike and I whenever we podcast. And, and the guests always say – good question to Mike and I'm like damn it like I'm just because I'm just not the great question asker and sometimes I don't know how to connect words and like <laughs> no wonder why Jolie has a speech impediment because I'm oh, like oh, oh stop but I'm just saying like you know and you have thrown that in mean ways at times and I'm like that's you know so I just it I just started thinking about that when we were talking about it. I'm like what makes what's the difference it's hurt to hurt right I, I think where there isn't a difference is the fact that it ultimately comes from the person that's saying the mean thing, whether it the male or the female or whoever, or the part, whatever partner saying the mean thing, it has nothing to do with the other person. It only has something to do with the person that said it. Sure. That's, that's the common denominator. So no matter what the topic is, he's obviously got something going on internal that he's trying to either he feels bad about how he looks or there's something going on or maybe he's got some depression i don't know Mm -hmm. there's something going on with him emotionally that he needs to figure out to lead to the temper question though that she asked like what does one do because i'll say for me like i have in this relationship been super rageful and like never fought back one day in my life but in this relationship like i fight back and something where that like i've had to do a lot of work with not fighting back and learning to like go in the closet and shut the door and like breathe. But for a man, like what does a man do with one's temper? Like mm. it's, and what can the wife do with one man's temper <laughs> or husband? It's, it's taken me. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's taken me a significant amount of time to finally more consistently walk away and even so there's been things that have come up that I'll maybe want to make a snarky remark about or or something and just I'll be frustrated and I'll want to pick a fight and I'll just like I just won't and I'll just walk away and I won't say anything and then like five ten minutes later I'm like I can't believe I was about to start some shit over that really yeah like what anything recently probably yeah oh my god tell me but that's the thing it doesn't even matter because it's something stupid that just i received away or that i just wanted to bring up just to bring up because of a feeling i was feeling in the moment and then 10 minutes later i'm just like that was so dumb so then would your would your advice then to be before you go down the rabbit hole walk away for five yeah because take a beat yeah because the thing is at least for me, right? Even if I was starting to feel a feeling, because a healthy thing would also be, "Hey, I'm feeling this." You know, can you can you elaborate? You know, is there any truth to my feeling? Is there any validity to why I'm feeling this way based on what you said or did? My thing is that I have a hard time doing that from a great place too soon, mm. and so I'll set expectations. And then if you if what you respond, if how you respond doesn't meet my expectations, I'll blow up even more. Mm. 
So I, I personally need to definitely walk away and let it dissipate. Um, and then, I mean, I can't speak for the wives. You got to, I mean. What I've learned though, is that when I don't go into your anger and your mood of, just let Mike's me like, I'm in a great, I'm in a great place to talk. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> Which almost pisses me off yeah, more. Cause I know I'm like, this is, you're not in a good place. And I'm like, Fucking I'm going to leave. Nuts. But I know, I'm like, I know. Shannon I'm puts not- on her teacher voice. Okay, Michael. You- <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm in a great place to talk. Let's talk about it. And I'm like, Michael, you're not in a good place right now. I'm going to do what the therapist said to do. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> but then you always have to come back with your tail between your legs. Cause you're I like, hate it. Because you're like, oh, crap. Think about it for the guys out there. Or relationships that have this issue. I heard this in one of my meetings one time. <laughs> and it's always stuck with me. And the guy was like, you know, I'm just tired of always saying I'm sorry. <laughs> and I've and when he shared it, he just you just feel the weight just like in, cu- the, room. in the room just drip off of him because he was just like exhausted <laughs> from saying sorry so much. And I try to remind myself of that. I'm like, don't do anything that'll cause me to have to say I'm sorry because I'm just tired of saying I'm sorry (laughs) I'm so tired of it but uh yeah so I all in all anonymous I do think you're a fool for staying a fool for staying that's what she said she said am I a fool for staying so sorry more politely I don't I think (laughs) you should (laughs) I think you should reconsider staying in this relationship I think I'm like, I think that he is not using his words right. Having said that, if we were to put our love story on paper and write down some of the things that you said to me and not include any of the good, what do you think that person would say to me? <laughs> Get the f- out! <laughs> so I'm just saying. Great point, honey. I'm just saying she didn't write the good in that. You're right. You're right. You can be mean. I can be mean. We can have really crappy fights. What he said is absolutely not. At, I'm not at all condoning any of that. It's right. wrong and it's about him. But until he chooses, she can say, I can't be in this relationship. And I, basically, it's what I almost said to you. I'm like, I can't keep doing this if you're going to be this mean. Because that's not okay. No. And like, you are doing the work on it. So if she can say that to him and then live and then stand by that. And he's still being mean. Well, then, yeah, you're a fool for saying. I love it. Good job, honey. You too, babe. Anyways, um, thanks to everyone who shared their stories, got vulnerable with us, trusted us to share their stories and give you any insight. Take it or leave it. Again, we always say we are not experts. We just have been through hell and back, like we say in our book, too. But um, we love you guys and um, so excited because we have a really, really awesome guest next week so um wind down later see you next week bye the big take from bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world we cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening what it means and why it matters every afternoon I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
am comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.